Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block. Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We're going to give our preview of the opening game of Round 11. Thursday, 7.50pm tonight, we've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Brisbane Broncos. Really, really looking forward to this one. We've got the Broncos, they're obviously sitting in first place at the moment with a record of eight wins and two losses. They're yet to have a bye so far this season. Taking on the Melbourne Storm, who've got a record of five and four at the moment. They've obviously had a bye as well, sitting in sixth place. So the Brisbane Broncos, I think they'd be pretty happy with how uh, they're going along at the moment. There is a big question that I still think needs to be answered by the Brisbane Broncos, and we could potentially uh, see that answered in this game. We'll get to that very, very soon. Then we've got the Melbourne Storm. As we said, a record of five wins, four losses. Uh, The Melbourne Storm, obviously a bit of change and whatnot, losing certain guys. They've obviously had periods without Cam Munster, periods without Jerome Hughes. They're still without Ryan Pappenhausen. Uh, So I think most teams, if you took a superstar fullback like Pappy out of it, they would would struggle a little bit. Uh, I don't think the Melbourne Storm would be overly stoked with where they're sitting at the moment. Uh, but I also think at the same time, they have just, they, they've underachieved a heap and they're sitting in sixth place. So I just think that the Melbourne Storm have got so much more to offer than what we've seen so far. So it's not all negative, uh, but I wouldn't say I'm extremely confident on the Melbourne Storm at the moment. At Amy Park, though, uh, that really does help the cause. There is no doubt about that. We'll have a look at the team list for this one, kicking off tonight at 7.50 p.m. For the Melbourne Storm at fullback, Nick Meany is filled in for Ryan Pappenhausen. He's been tremendous so far this year. Will Warbrick in his debut season doing good things with Xavier Coates on the other side. Picked my Queensland side the other day. Xavier Coates is the name that came up, but at the moment, I'm probably not picking him. So he probably needs a big two weeks or so, I would say, uh, to get into that side. I think he'll be there and thereabouts, but right now, if I had to pick one of Xavier Coates or Hamiso, I'm probably going with Hamiso, to be honest with you, which is absolutely shocking to me, a guy that I didn't even think was a good signing for the Dolphins. 
Jones a few months ago. Uh, in the centre is Remus Smith, try scorer last week, I believe, and Justin Olam partnering him. The money man, Cam Munster at 5'8", with Jerome Hughes wearing jersey 7. Up front, these guys are going to need a big, big game here for the Melbourne Storm because this Brisbane pack, they're not one to be fucked around with. Nelson, Asafa Solomona up front with Christian Walsh, and the wizard, Harry Grant, in jersey 9. On the edges for the Melbourne Storm, Trent Lira and Eli Katoa. And Josh King in Jersey 13, Mr. Underrated in this Melbourne Storm pack. Their bench, Bronson Garlic, Aaron Penne, Tommy Eisenhuth, and Grant Anderson. So very interesting bench there for the Melbourne Storm with Grant Anderson there. I'm not sure if they've got what it takes in the forward pack uh, to be able to run with a winger on the bench. So have got Tarek Sims and Tui Kamakamitha uh, on their extended bench. I'm expecting one of these two to come into this side. If they don't, uh, that just about makes the decision for me, to be honest with you. So. Very interesting times with the Melbourne Storm and how it's all travelling. For the Brisbane Broncos, high and flowing at the moment. Reese Walsh coming off a cracking game last weekend at fullback. Really good opportunity for him to go up against the Melbourne Storm. No doubt whatsoever, Billy Slater will be watching this one very, very closely. Jesse Arthur's on one wing. Someone Cobbo on the other side. Picked him in my Queensland side, and I actually got a bit of pushback from people who don't think he's an automatic, which I thought was really interesting. Uh, I think Cobbo will walk into that side personally. Katoni Staggs and Herbie Farmworth in the centres. Uh, at 5'8", Ezra Mam. They missed him a couple of weeks ago, electrifying such a good footballer. And Adam Reynolds, who I, I think it's fair to say he's one of the best players in the competition, Adam Reynolds. I've said a number of times his kicking game. It is absolutely second to none. And uh, he needs to be on tonight because I think that the Melbourne Storm, uh, I think the Broncos can get over the top. And I think if Adam Reynolds kicks as we know we, he can, um, I think he could just suffocate this Melbourne Storm time inside into submission. Uh, the front row for the Brisbane Broncos, Tom Flegger. It looks like he's got himself a starting spot for the next few weeks, and I think the Broncos are going to turn to him, especially during the origin period, when they lose a couple of troops, in particular Payne Haas and Paddy Carrigan. So a big few months coming up for Tommy Flegler. I believe I said on Beers and Break Evans, I didn't even realise I said he signed with the Gold Coast Titans for next year. He's obviously signed with the Dolphins for next year, guys, so apologies for that. A very, very good signing as well. At nine, we've got Billy Walters, Obviously, the son of Kevin Walters having a really good season so far. On the edges, Kurt Capewell, who's, uh, I think he's fighting for an origin spot at the moment. Obviously, Kurt is a guy that has been there and done it before. When uh, when we talk about true origin players, I think Kurt Cable's one of them. I think he's one of the more slept-on ones as well. So, obviously, Queensland, they've had a rich history of pick and stick. And I think the Kurt Cable situation, whether they go with him or Dave Fafita, I think it'll really test that pick and stick attitude. Uh, Jordan Rickey's obviously on the other side having a great season as well. Starting to cut a lot of those errors out of his games, which makes Jordan Rickey a very scary footballer. And Paddy Carrigan, Prince Charming. I couldn't believe uh, the pitches and the posters and and the flags and everything of Pat Carrigan up around Brisbane last weekend was very cool to see. Uh, very, very well, well-respected well guy up there. Uh, on the bench of the Broncos, Corey Pakes as their utility. Then we got Corey Jensen, Kobe Hetherington, and Marty Tapau. Uh, they're extended. I'm looking at NRL.com. It's still got five names here. It hasn't been cut down to the final two, uh, but I don't think there's anyone from those five that will come into this side barring injury. I think the Brisbane Broncos will go 1-17 to as they have been named. Now, my big question surrounding the Brisbane Broncos. They've been 
very impressive this year. They've had big wins. I get that. But I do question the opposition that they've come up against. And maybe that's unfair. You can only play who you've got put against you. But I do question if the Broncos are that absolute top echelon team. Look, they beat the Penrith Panthers week one, which was a tremendous victory. But if there's any time to take on the Panthers, I think it's round one. So as much as it was a great victory and whatnot, I get that. But the Panthers working out new combos, new guys all over the place. They still had a lot to sort out at that point. So I just, I just don't know how much I, how much emphasis I put on that victory as far as calling the Broncos title contenders. Uh, now, I'm not questioning if the Broncos are a top eight team. They 100% are a top eight team. Granted, I did say that last year and they fell out of the eight, but I think they're definitely a top eight team. What I want to know with the Broncos, though, is are they premiership contenders? Um, which I think a lot of people just say they are, but I need to start seeing these knockout performances against the top teams because after that, they knocked over the Cowboys, who have been going like a busted. They knocked over St. George in the last 10 minutes where St. George really took it to them. They then beat the Dolphins in a pretty close one. Dolphins are very solid side, to be fair. They then knocked over the Tigers, 46-12. They then got beat by the Canberra Raiders who, you know, and back then weren't going too well. That was a real desperate win that the Broncos weren't able to get up for. They then gave it to the Titans, who were no strangers to conceding a heap of points. Uh, They then beat Parramatta, who once again, not really in that top echelon of teams. They then took on South Sydney. And you know what? There's an argument here that, yes, they were missing Payne Haas, Ezra Mam, a few guys there. I get it 100%. uh, But when you take a couple of good players out, Good teams don't concede 32 points. So I've got a lot of question marks around the Broncos at the moment. Then, of course, last week, took on the Manly Seagulls, who, fuck, they might as well have not got off the bus. They looked awful, Manly, and Brisbane gave it to them. We hate to talk about the term flat-track bullies, but for me, I'm looking at the Brisbane Broncos going, fuck, are they the real deal or not? And, you know, I want to see them take on the Penrith Panthers, maybe a Cronulla Sharks. I don't know if the Sharkies are in that top tier at the moment, but I want to see them take on the Panthers again full strength. And I reckon this is going to be a really good test for them. Taking on the Melbourne Storm in Melbourne, that's going to be big. They obviously play the Panthers next week, so you would assume Penrith will be full strength there. So a huge two weeks for the Brisbane Broncos. I would almost argue that the next two weeks is going to tell, is going to tell you who the Broncos are this year. And you know what? Even if the Broncos don't stand and deliver over the next two weeks, if they were to get done by Melbourne, and then done by Penrith or only win one of these games, I, I would still look at it and go, you know what? Maybe it was the opportunity that Kevin Walters needed to say to his team, hey, we're good, but if you want to be fucking great, we've got to go to this next level and we've got about four months left to prepare ourselves for those four weeks in September where we're not going to be good anymore. We're not going to give it to shit sides. We're going to have to stand and deliver against the best teams, your Melbournes, your Penriths, your Sharks, your Roosters, these sort of sides. And I think Brisbane can get there. I genuinely do, but I just think at the moment, I've still got that little voice in the back of my head that says, hey, are they going to stand and deliver against the big sides? In the next two weeks, I think it's really going to tell us a lot about the Broncos and this squad's DNA. Can they be the same as the old Broncos we used to know that would stand and deliver whether they're playing you know, a team at the bottom of the ladder on Sunday or the best team in the comp on Friday night? That's the big question mark I have and I'm really looking forward to watching this Broncos team very, very closely tonight. I don't think the Melbourne Storm team is anything to ride home about, but I think they are in that top echelon. They're winners. At least they've got winners in this side who won't just roll over. Brisbane are going to have to beat them. You know you're going to get 80 minutes out of your Harry Grants, your Jerome Hughes, your Cam Munsters, these sort of guys. So I cannot wait to see how the Broncos handle this challenge. And then they're going to have to back it up next week. Two Thursday night games in a row. It's a seven-day turnaround. No complaints there. They go back to Suncorp next week to take on the Penny Panthers. So very, very exciting two weeks coming up. It does kick off tonight for the Broncos. And you know what? For me, 
They don't have to win tonight. For they, they just have to hang in the contest for 80 minutes and compete with this Melbourne Storm side. That's all I want to see from this Broncos side. I do not want to see a hard challenge appear, them go down to Amy Park and Munster, Husey and Harry Grant just blow this Broncos team out of the water, which I don't think they will, to be fair. I think that the Broncos at $2.15 is really fucking good value tonight. Uh, I know it's in Melbourne. I understand that. But I would like to think that this Broncos team will hold it to this Melbourne Storm side. I really want to believe that. So hopefully they do. For the Melbourne Storm, uh, they're a hard team to work out. They've obviously got Origin coming up, so I'm sure that Craig Bellamy will have them really primed for this one. They're going to lose. Cam Munster, Harry Grant, potentially Christian Walsh, a few other guys throughout this Origin period. So it is going to be... A big, big test for them. There's no doubt about that. And I'm sure that they'll be very keen to try and bank this win. They obviously had a bye two weeks ago. They had two weeks to prepare for South Sydney. Got their pants pulled down in a pretty poor performance. And personally, I think that would infuriate Craig Bellamy that he had two weeks to prepare for South Sydney. Didn't really fire a shot. Maybe South Sydney are the real deal this year. Maybe they are a real top shelf team, which I personally think that they are. But still the Melbourne Storm, as I've said throughout this podcast, they're a team of winners. They don't get... They, they don't don't come off a buy, fit, fresh, and with two weeks to prepare um, and throw a performance like that. So I am expecting a bounce back from them. Uh, look, to be honest with you, this isn't a game that I'll be betting on too heavily. I've got a couple of anytime try scorers for you guys uh, that I'll be having a look at, but... I'm really going to sit back and just enjoy this game. I'm going to really, really take it all in. I think it's going to be an absolute cracker. Two teams that I think should be top four teams this season, whether both will be or not, I'm not sure. Melbourne, I'm probably a little bit more worried about if I'm honest, but this is going to be a big win for whichever side takes it because I think it'll give them a lot of momentum, but it also will be a desperate two points that both these teams need heading into the origin period because both are going to lose a lot of key troops during this time and it's going to be very, very tough. So keen for this one. I think the Broncos are value at $2.15 AI. Maybe I'm buying into the Broncos hype, and if I am, more than happy to wear that. But $2.15 for the Broncos seems juicy to me. Against the Melbourne side, I'm not totally convinced on. But we'll see how they bounce back. The old saying is Melbourne don't play two bad games in a row. That'll really be tested tonight. This is a game that I think both teams should win. I think this is a game that both teams should win. I think this is a game that if both teams are fed income this year about what they're trying to achieve, I think within their camps, they'd be going, this is sort of a must-win game. These are the games we've got to be winning if we want to really contend for an NRL premiership this year, which I personally think should be the aim of both these sides. When I'm looking at any time try scorers for the Melbourne Storm, uh, to be honest with you, there's value across the park here. The shortest guy's Xavier Coates at $1.90. I don't think there's going to be a stack of points scored in this game, though. I think there will probably be... I think it'll be like five tries to three, something around that mark. I don't think there'll be thousands of tries scored, maybe a four tries to three sort of mark. I think it will be one to 12 either way. I think we're going to be in for a close game, regardless of how it goes. But if I was looking for any time try scorers in this one, I think we're on the eve of origin here, and I wouldn't be surprised if some of the Melbourne Storm boys do stand up, uh, especially some of those Queensland boys. Harry Grant and Cam Munster, the guys I'm looking at. Cam Munster's at $2.75. For me, a little bit too short for Cam Munster, but Harry Grant, he's at $3.90. I really, really like that value on Harry Grant there. Uh, we know that he's obviously going to be partnered up with Benny Hunt over the origin period. I think they're both going to dominate together and really give the New South Wales Blues 
lose a hard time. But Harry Grant, $3.90, almost $4 for Harry Grant. Uh, please, I will be on that. The other one I like is Eli Katoa. Obviously not a Queenslander, a Kiwi. Uh, obviously missed a couple of weeks ago with his HIA. He's now back, ready to go. I think $4.70 on that edge. I really, really like the spot uh, that he is in there. So Eli Katoa, $4.70. Jerome Hughes to put him over. I'm still not convinced on that right edge for the Melbourne Storm. What I am convinced on is the abilities of Eli Katoa. So wouldn't be surprised if he does stand up. He's probably my value play for Melbourne. He's the one that I like at $4.70, almost $5 for a guy of his size with a premier halfback inside him. I will be taking that every day of the week. I'll look over at the Brisbane Broncos. Um, Selwyn Cobo. Scored last week, took the intercept. Uh, I can give you all the strategic ideas of why I think, all the X's and O's of why I think Selwyn Cobo scores. I just think he's a try scorer. He is just a guy that finds the line. It didn't fall his way last week, so he had to take it into his own hands. Took a brilliant intercept. It was probably... You know what? It probably was the highlight of my magic round as far as on-field stuff. The angle we were sitting out to watch Selwyn Cobbo not only tip that ball, but then regather it before it went out. I thought he was no hope to get it. So to see that live and then watch him take it all the way to the house, uh, incredible stuff. If you can get Selwyn Cobbo at $2 when Adam Reynolds is on the field, I'm going to swallow that. So $2 for Selwyn Cobbo. Don't mind that. I'd be throwing him in your same game multis. He will find a way to score. He's a fucking Queenslander with origin just around the corner. He'll score a meat pie in a big game tonight. Herbie Farr is my other one, $2.90. All the backs, you know, there's a bit of value in them. I'm just not sure what the right option is. I always like Herbie Farmworth just because he's a ball runner. Uh, if he sees an opportunity at a dummy half, he will just take off and go. He's not afraid to be selfish, which I have criticized him of before. But when it comes to any time try scorers, they're the sort of guys that you absolutely love. I think Jordan Ricky at $4.80. Don't mind him either. But my two guys that I would be on, I'd be going Ellie Katoa into uh, Selwyn Cobbo. I do not mind that value there at all. Uh, if you can chuck those two in a same game multi, you're looking at about $8. Don't mind that value of those two there. But guys, to be honest with you, I'll be sitting back and just enjoying this game. I cannot, after after Magic Round last week, where, you know, we had a million beers, we're, we're getting stuck in and sort of watching games here and there and whatnot. I cannot wait to sit on the lounge tonight and just enjoy a really quality game of football between two teams who I think can win a comp this year, but who I think are just that tier below. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 